Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. President and Mrs. Trump test positive for coronavirus. The president's physician says the first couple is well at this time. Campaign events canceled. We have the first of what could be many October surprises. Alarming spike in military suicide. Who's going to be able to say, hey, I think you need some help? Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. President Trump says he's tested positive for the coronavirus. First Lady Melania Trump has it, too. The news broke overnight just hours after it was revealed. Mr. Trump's top aide, Hope Hicks, tested positive. Here's CBS News White House correspondent Paula Reed. Whether we have it, I, I don't know. Just hours before the shocking diagnosis, President Trump revealed he and the First Lady had been tested for COVID after Hope Hicks contracted the virus. I just heard about this. She tested positive. She wears masks a lot, but she tested positive. A senior administration official tells CBS News Hicks tested negative for COVID Wednesday morning, but then developed symptoms and tested positive. And then the president boarded Air Force One again to attend an indoor fundraiser in New Jersey. And just hours before the president tested positive, he made this declaration. The end of the pandemic is in sight. CBS's Dr. David Agus on the medical outlook for the president. He's overweight and he's over 70 years of age. And so the treatments at this point in general are supportive care. Remdesivir if he gets symptomatic, dexamethasone if he has significant pulmonary symptoms. Social media has been filled with reaction from everyday people and those closest to the president. CBS's Matt Piper. Vice President Mike Pence tweets, Karen and I send our love and prayers to our dear friends. White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany also took to Twitter to say the strength of the entire country is with the president and first lady. Melania Trump tweeted in part, please be sure you are staying safe and we will all get through this together. I'm Elaine Cobb in Paris. Britain's Prime Minister Boris Johnson tweeted his best wishes to President Trump and the first lady, wishing them a speedy recovery. He was the first world leader to be hospitalized with COVID-19. Russian President Vladimir Putin sent a telegram saying he hoped the president's inherent vitality, good spirits and optimism would help him cope. I'm Stephen Portnoy in Washington. The president was to travel today to Florida and tomorrow to Wisconsin where COVID cases are spiking, but all of his travel has for the foreseeable future been scrapped. A letter from the president's physician says he and Melania Trump will both remain at the White House, quote, during their convalescence. CBS News political correspondent Ed O'Keefe. The Biden campaign has been incredibly vigilant about the pandemic. Rarely holds events. They're very small. Everyone who goes into them has their temperature taken. It's limited his exposure across the country. Some say that's a smart thing. Others say he's potentially putting his ability to win the race at risk. 32 days to go in this election. And many Americans are already voting. 
All of these overnight developments put everything in flux. Mr. Trump's diagnosis figures to alter things in the campaign's final weeks. Political scientist David McEwen at Sonoma State University in California. It does change the nature of the debates that are on the 15th and the 22nd. It puts a lot more emphasis on the vice presidential debate, which is next week. CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett. This is a time for maximum transparency from this White House about this issue, about what happened and what the president's condition is on a day-to-day basis to reassure our friends and also to send a very strong signal to our foes that the president can carry out the business of the presidency and the work of the U.S. government under his watch goes on. The news about the president's COVID diagnosis rattled overseas financial markets. The price of oil fell. The outlook is for a lower opening this morning on Wall Street. CBS's Meg Oliver has more on the worsening virus situation in Wisconsin, one of the places that was on Mr. Trump's campaign schedule. Inside the ICU at Aspirus Hospital in Wausau, Wisconsin, the number of COVID patients is growing fast. Their health system saw a 30% jump in COVID patients in a single day, according to CEO Matthew Haywood. This is just the beginning of us having two or three months of this. 82% of all hospital beds in the state are full after new COVID cases more than doubled over the last month. Hours before he revealed his positive COVID test, President Trump was on Fox News, where after days of hedging about white supremacists, he said this. I condemn the KKK. I condemn all white supremacists. I condemn the Proud Boys. Mr. Trump seemed to encourage the Proud Boys, who have been labeled a hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center, during his debate. Later, he said he didn't know who they were. Fire officials in Northern California say more evacuations may be necessary in wine country beset by wildfires. Winds that picked up yesterday are expected to remain strong today. Republican Texas Governor Greg Abbott has ordered dozens of mail-in ballot drop-off points closed in the state, limiting them to one per county. Affected most are major cities seen as Democratic strongholds. Dana Debovoir is the Travis County clerk in Austin. It was intended to be disruptive, and it is. I intend to see what I can do to challenge the governor's order on this and protect voters' rights. In an open letter, 1,600 former Justice Department attorneys expressed concern that Attorney General Barr is using the power of the department to help President Trump win re-election. It cites statements he's made about mail-in ballots and the Russia investigation. Well, the military says suicides have increased this year during the pandemic. Pentagon correspondent David Martin. Staff Sergeant Jason Lowe was a paratrooper with the elite 82nd Airborne. In August, he took his own life, leaving his heartbroken father struggling for answers. Not an indication, one, anything was wrong. Jason Lowe was one of 15 suicides at Fort Bragg this year, part of an alarming 30% spike in suicides among all active-duty soldiers. We decided to take action. General Joseph Martin is the Army's vice chief of staff. Everybody's got a breaking point. The question is, who's going to be able to see when we're getting close to that breaking point and say, I think you need some help? This year at Fort Bragg, three times more soldiers have died by suicide than were killed by the enemy. A Kentucky judge has ordered grand jury tapes in the Breonna Taylor case to be released in a few hours. A two-day delay was granted to protect the personal information of witnesses. 25 years ago, the O.J. Simpson verdict. The prosecution presented what it called overwhelming evidence. He killed Nicole Brown and Ronald Goldman. The defense countered by challenging the police investigation and suggesting race played a role. The most memorable moment came when prosecutors had Simpson try on a bloody glove 
Simpson said it didn't fit. Simpson's attorney Johnny Cochran told jurors... If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. When the verdict was announced, jury up to 150 million people watched. Orenthal James Simpson not guilty of a crime. Much of the country, though, disagreed, and today... I don't think, even 25 years later, anyone has changed their mind. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. A federal judge has temporarily lifted a visa ban on a large number of work permits. This undercuts a measure the Trump administration says will protect American jobs in an economy wounded by the pandemic. The action applies to hundreds of thousands of members of organizations that sued the administration, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce among them. NASA's latest gadget is bound for the bathroom, one that's far above planet Earth. You can call this a throne for sure. NASA is testing out its first space toilet in decades. The $23 million titanium toilet is at the International Space Station before it's shipped out. As the older toilets cater more toward men, this one will be geared toward women with a tilted seat that's slightly taller. The new shape also helps astronauts position themselves better for number two, Lisa Mateo, CBS News. That's the World News Roundup. The broadcast is produced by Paul Ferry. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, starting May 8th, wherever you get your podcasts. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.